last time on The Crown. Queen Elizabeth was under scrutiny from her peers because she was making some speeches and, and generally presenting herself as holier than thou. And it seemed like the common theme of the episode was that she needed to be more relatable. So that was basically the whole episode. So let's see how that gets followed up this week on the Lord of Grantham podcast. So no more tricks and no more misbehaving. No more tricks and no more misbehaving. And we're back. Yet again. The back crown. half of, of this crown, yeah. Yeah, the crown season two, episode six. Vergangenheit, uh, a German word. Indeed, it is a German word. Uh, it has a meaning, too. <laughs> I'd hope so. <laughs> they just name it. Uh, it's just a German automatopoeia. <laughs> yeah. No, it actually means the past. And oh boy, well, you, do we go you into don't the past. say. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we're covering this episode. Um, Dave, what's, what's transpassed since the last time we talked here? Uh, in regard to the the world of this show, not too much as far as I'm aware. Yeah, nothing crown specific. I I did get a notice on Down Abbey though. Um, it is the final weeks uh, at the the Biltmore in Asheville, North Carolina. So if anyone wanted to go see the the exhibition of Down Abbey, <laughs> you can still. Where, get... where is the next stop? Um. No idea. It doesn't it doesn't actually mention it. They're probably trying to drive in people to the current location as is. Um, I mean, I'd probably just put it in crates until the pandemic is over, if it were my decision. Well, they did. They do say in the email, Biltmore has adapted the expedi- exhibition experience and enhanced estate health and safety protocols in accordance with CDC guidelines, state and local mandates, and industry best practices. Um, <laughs> so if you, I mean, if you really want to do it, yeah, get in your car, put a mask uh, on. Mask on. I wonder if the video of like Jim Carter and Hugh Bonneville, if they're wearing masks too. Yeah, I wonder if they update that. Like, oh, what are you doing here? And needs to put the mask on. <laughs> well, I mean, what was the the Spanish flu in 1918? Right. People wore masks. Yeah. There's a lot of videos of that floating around. I think they're also doing a special highlight of Lavinia's bed where she passed away. Oh, yeah, that would be Is that is that great. morbid? Is that dark? <laughs> I, don't, I mean, it's, uh, we've covered the episode twice, so I think that... Uh, Morbid or not, it's down in history. It's down in lore. Yeah. I'd love it, though, if someone were you know, just listening to our podcast and they just heard our episode on the exhibit and they're like, you know what? Now's the time to go see it. Let's go to Bill Moore. Hey, we've got two episodes on the exhibit. Yeah. They listen to both of them. Yeah, let's go to Nat- let's go to uh, Carolina, North Carolina, and just go you know, check this thing out finally. I mean, why not? Why not? I right? mean, what else? I mean, museums here. If you're in that area and people yeah. are safe adjacent i suppose you and know museums are prepping to open here in new york you know that's all on that like timing system of you know you have a certain amount of time to go through there and i may do the same honestly i'm not seeing anyone for a while and it's just like well i like museums i like art museums you uh, like s- skeletons and paintings and exhibits no not so much the national history museum I, I i like the the met that's my that's my jam you like the downton abbey exhibition well yes that too for sure um. Yeah, I mean, we can get to the episode. If uh, yeah, I mean, one more, one more time, we'll plug every week. We do it early on, or we try to. Mm-hmm. You want some Downton merch from our T Public store? Don't want to pay for it. 
Go on Apple Podcasts, give us a five star review and uh, a rating and review, and then send I mean, it to us. We don't want to tell. We don't want to tell them it's five star explicitly. They just have to leave a, a review, preferably positive. Well, if you do a one star review, we're not going to enter you. <laughs> just know that much about us. Um, and, and we've said it before. We know some of our listeners have already given us reviews. Hurry up, because yeah. the algorithm resets when you do a new review. So, yeah, we, we, we can it. use the love and and a friend of ours, Pat from Chicken Fried Choppers, uh, an Instagram account about motorcycles, which is huge crossover with the Downton community. Uh, <laughs> huge got got one of our mugs, and it looks super nice. Yeah, and uh, Estelle, our listener, I, I believe she ordered a piece of merch too, and she got it all the way she in Australia. So yeah. yeah, if you're so that afraid, means it's, of where, it's moving. Yeah, if you're afraid of where you're going to get this. You're, we we have global reach with this merch. Doesn't matter where you are, you can buy it and you'll get it. You might have to pay a few more bucks, but that Maybe, is what it yeah. is. That's the world we live in. As far as you know, anywhere in the world you'll you can get it. you can get this. And speaking of anywhere in the world, let's let's take a trip to Germany in 1945. <laughs> I don't know where else I'd be in 1945 but Germany. <laughs> yeah. Digging up some mysterious box in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, what's in the box? There's, there's a lot of mystery around this box. Well, well, the, the, there's there's one of those like news a bunch of those newsreel things. What are those called? You worked in a library. What are those things called? Fil- film reels. Microfilm is that? What yeah, it microfilm. Is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the soldier he wants like a pension in return and his safety for handing over the materials that are in here. What, what what's in the box? Yeah, what could be so important? It, it goes. They really do a good job of running it all the way up the chain. They they show it from like the smallest person on the chain to like the next person. Like, why are you wasting my time? The next person, why are you wasting my time? Churchill being like, "Well, I'm back, baby." Yeah, the buck stops here. We <laughs> can't, can't run up much further. Maybe the king. Um, oh, and then the king's back. Yeah, well, they're not actually back. I, I looked online. They filmed these scenes last year because they knew they only had so much time to. Uh, they, they knew John Lithgow's on death's door. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. I, I think he's perfectly healthy right now. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? Uh, and Jared Harris, too. The whole gang. The someone whole let lot. us know if Jared Harris and Lithgow are okay today. Uh, but, yeah, we, we just get that brief flashback of them reacting to this news, and it's like, what could it be? What What's the deal? Yeah, so they never forgive us, and it's the greatest scheme. And, Dave, did you have any idea what could be in this box? No, honestly, considering how, where the episode went, I would have, I, I, in my notes, I was like, is this something about Hitler? Is it, there's gotta be, is, is it somebody writing to Hitler that we don't know? Mm-hmm. But I would never have guessed the intricacy of which yeah. this episode is, or exists rather. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, that's one cold open for the books. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it, it really builds the intrigue around the episode. And it's not a flashback. <laughs> it's not a cheap way to get you to watch the episode. It's like legit, like, oh, I want to know more. It's a flashback with relevance. Yeah, exactly. Um, and eventually, eventually this reaches uh, some historians who are going through all these documents that were secured from Germany. Uh, mm-hmm. And they raise it to the attention of a dean. Uh, not a dean, an, an, another historian. And he says, can we just not let this get out there? This is probably for the best to, to bury and they're like, no, 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 the U.S. has duplicate copies. <laughs> yeah, they say we got to beat the Americans. We don't want this stuff seeing the light of day. And you know us, dirty Americans, we like to release stuff without permission. Yeah. <laughs> That's us. It's TMZ circa 19, or 19, what, 58 or wherever the modern, mm-hmm. 
times yeah. are, late 50s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Things get out there. Indeed. Indeed. Do you want the so Daily want Mail to, just, to have that stuff? I mean, come on now. Uh, we just cover this whole plot line no, no, no. because it's what? pretty thorough, or do we want to jump to the low-hanging fruit first? We'll, we'll just tee that up for the people who haven't watched the episode and, and come back yeah. to it. Because <laughs> um, I think the way this episode works is you think there's three different plot lines, but they really do come together in a nice way. Which is a wonderful change of pace from last week last week's episode. Yeah. Which there... was just one slog of a plot that was... Uh, <laughs> I went... The low point of the season, for sure, I would say. Yeah, versus right. this, which was... Uh, I mean, I'm a fan of the Margaret subplot with Matthew Good. But yeah. This has been a... Uh, this episode was phenomenal. I'll say it off the, off the bat. Yeah. And... Yeah, so... so after the theme song, after the cold open, we see uh, we see Billy Graham. <laughs> Is this the first real American character to make his way onto the show? I mean, in, in a significant way, I, I think so. I, I mean, this Billy is Graham. largely this is crazy. British for the most part, unless there's like a passing American coming through. Uh, yeah, when um, what's his name had to go to the hospital in America, oh, we Boston. didn't even really meet anybody. Yeah, none, none at all. Um, but Dave, are, are you familiar with the evangelist, evangelicus, uh, Billy Graham? How do you even say that? I, I am, I am by name familiar with Billy Graham. I know what he represents. Yeah. Very passionate Christian. Well, kind of a, uh, kind of, kind of a televangelist. Like yeah. One of the earliest televangelists. Yep. On TV. I don't think he, I really word. don't know him too much aside from his reputation, but I don't know if he was kind of like, uh. Like the righteous gemstones or your stereotypical sort of con men of televangelists. Like people, people like legit respected him, I think. He was pretty stand-up guy, I think, for the most part. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm, I've, I'm not going to do the work on the guest star televangelist if we're not... Uh, <laughs> especially in this episode, there's so much to dig into. No offense, Billy Graham, I didn't look mm-hmm. up your Wikipedia. I love the idea that Billy Graham is like a ratings pop for this episode. Like, we're losing people on Netflix. How do we get people to tune in? Get Billy Graham. Tie him into the story. He he showed up once to meet the queen, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People love Billy Graham. Get him in there. Yeah, the Southerners, they're gonna love this. He was also alive when this episode came out. He only died last year. He was ninety nine when he died, or in twenty eighteen. Yeah, he lived a long, long time. Yeah, long time. Uh, you know, so he basically the queen is captivated by his act. Yeah, and say what you will about him as a man or as a religious figure. He's charismatic, and that's his whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he's pretty good at, like, you know, narrating and telling stories and, and really tying it back and getting, you know, people to buy in. Uh, I mean, they referenced the story of how he went door to door selling books to people, and that's kind of like how he built his his following. Um, but yeah, um, Queen Mama is kind of skeptical of him. She, she's just like, oh, he's just turning Americans into zealots. Yep. But the queen and- is down. Yeah, which is really strange considering the queen is supposed to be divine. I mean, she's one with God. Maybe she knows what's up with God, and that's why she needs to meet him. Yeah, well, it's funny because, you know, the televan- or evangel- evangelical Christians mm-hmm. are not these the same sect of Christianity that the, the crown is. Right, and they bring that up, too. It's like, he's not in the same as you. And she's like, God is God, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. But so so, I guess we can. I mean, Adina's just like Adina 
is like wants to give it some thought because <laughs> he warns that it will be perceived as an endorsement of his crusades, which the, you know he calls them the crusades um, with that of the church. And, and, and it they, is kind of a it's say what you will. It's kind of a traveling circus. Okay, Billy Graham's thing. He's not going around to like you know holy religious things. He's packing arenas. He's a celebrity just right, as he, much as he is a man of faith. He's not actually doing like the work out there. He's just kind of spreading the word, which I guess is the work in some way. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. So, so he's not, you know, like I said, I don't know his whole story, but, uh, but we do get McMillan saying the prime minister McMillan saying, you know, if he's crusading, that means we're all heathens. <laughs> Shut up McMillan. <laughs> like, McMillan. You're the least charismatic of the three. Yeah. And you voted for the Suez canal attack, man. So shut up. <laughs> you are a heathen. <laughs> Rest in peace, uh, McMillan. I don't know where you are, man. <laughs> I hope you didn't. Hope yeah, you didn't gotta, let's, let's confer with the ghost of Billy Graham, where where McMillan, where McMillan may or may not be. Yeah. Well, Mc, McMillan has an unfaithful wife, so we know he's he's probably in the Christian thing, not in a great spot. No, he's going through it. He's really going through it right now. Uh, but the so, Queen meets with with this dude. Yeah, he comes to speak. Regardless of of the people, they have a little ceremony in the chapel. Hey, speaks. Phil is even like a little bit dubious of the yeah, whole yeah, thing too. Yeah, Phil, Phil's like stretched out. He's he, he's not showing this dude the respect that that the whole world might be giving Billy Graham in the, mm-hmm. the late fifties, early sixties. Yeah, and it's funny the guy that got to play Billy Graham. He's like this guy who shows up at the in the as that guy in a lot of things recently. I noticed like a villain in those and stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, it's that guy again. You feel like he's like a young Steve Zahn. He looks about the same age as Steve Zahn. I don't know about a young well, I mean, one. Consi- well, I was I say young because I know that, that Billy Graham lived until two years ago. So I just assume it's <laughs> a long time has passed. Yeah, he's younger. He's than, supposed to be young. I, I, yeah, I, I guess. It depends on what your litmus of a young Steve Zahn the actor is. <laughs> More youthful. Okay, okay. Um. So anyways, yeah, the queen, you know, she really just is interested in like how he does this you know what's driving him and stuff and he's just like i just choose topics you know i got the gift for gab yeah and and she's enamored by what he's up to you know she she's drinking the kool-aid the billy graham kool-aid and i mean as she conveys to him it you know it's only her and god you know theoretically there's no one in between them and she feels slightly it's lonely at the top as she says Mm-hmm. so it helps to have someone to kind of like speak on her level in some regard and you've got to give it to to Mr. Graham or Reverend Graham that uh just call him Billy. He, Billy. Yeah, Billy. Baby Billy Freeman. <laughs> no, it's not the, him. Not him. He uh <clears throat> he really keeps it together. He's humble. He's not freaking out about being around the queen. This is God, Queen, Billy Graham. I mean, who's there to big, fear di- but big God distance himself. between 2 and 3. Yeah. So, you got to give Billy Graham the props for keeping it together. Yeah, he walks in there and he he keeps his show going. There's no hiccup or anything, and I think that's pretty much it. But we'll return to him later because it figures back in. Yeah, but speaking of people coming to England, Uncle Dave wants to come come get a job. The Duke. <laughs> but before we see him do that, we see this montage of how ridiculous his life. He celebrates ha- a happy birthday of his pug. You know what they? This whole thing with with the uh, the Duke. Mm-hmm. It's just a precursor to Instagram. We see his dog's birthday. Yeah. We see them going shooting. Mm-hmm. We see him playing cards with his buddies. And we see him going to a costume party. If that's not his Instagram feed, 
<laughs> I don't know what to think about Uncle Dave. Yeah, and then maybe throw in a picture with uh, with Hitler in there at the end. Spoiler alert! Spoiler <laughs> alert! Uh, I'm, I'm sure people looking at his feed would be like, "Oh man, that Duke of Windsor le- leads a charm life. I want to be that guy." <laughs> yeah, you, you, you don't. Um, no, no. Well, not not now, not this week. He's but he's pretty miserable uh, and, and having a life of luxury, as he says. He, in his age, he's definitely regretting those decisions that he made earlier in regards to leaving the crown. Even though he loves his wife, mm-hmm. he wants, you know, it's his duty. It's his, it's his birthright. And, and it's Literally like, his birthright that he gave away. Yeah, and he keeps referring to himself, you know, as like, I'm not young, but I'm not old. I got life to live. It's like, dude, you're old. Come on, man. It's like you say, I'm not old, old. Who are you fooling? I'm just regular old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your brother died. Like, you, you, right. not you. <laughs> He looks like he's you know pushing sixty at least. I mean, back then sixty was a good age. Yeah. So he wants to come in, and he's working with his sort of back channel friends mm-hmm. to get him some kind of job within the country. Well, not any back channel friend. What friend is helping him out to, to set him up? Oh, what well, I, I wrote it down. It's, Fruity. Uh, it's our boy <laughs> from the beginning. No, it's Fruity. Fruity. His friend's name is Fruity. They say it a couple times. Did you have captions on? Yeah. Is it like but, Monkey from the the English game? Yeah, it's like Monkey. It's like Shrimpy. His his name, his friend's name, who sets him up with the excuse of writing a book. His name is Fruity. Oh, because I know they were saying Cecil a lot, and that Cecil's in his sort of circle of boys. I know right. we said don't trust Cecil yeah, in the, the past. On Noel the show. Coward is even there, the, the writer. Uh, but no, his friend Fruity is hosting him to to work on this book that he claims to be writing on to get get himself access back to London because he's he's banned from there so mm-hmm. well well Prince Philip doesn't even want him to come back he says don't let that man back yeah denied uh, says Phil but we know that uh, Elizabeth has a soft spot for him as we saw last season that Elizabeth has always kind of given him the benefit because she feels that pressure that mm-hmm. he felt yeah, and maybe level- she doesn't. Obviously, she doesn't agree with the fact that he left it behind, but mm-hmm. she can sympathize with him in yeah, the decisions of life versus crown. Right, there's a level of understanding there that that she doesn't mm-hmm. have with other people. Uh, so he's staying in Sussex, uh, but his plan is to not write a book. No. So yeah, they're going to get they're going to host a, a party, a dinner of uh, lords and and rich people who could. Presumably, hook uh, the Duke David uh, up with some kind of job. Yeah, and they have a couple lined up for him too. It seems after this, uh, everything goes pretty well for him. Man, I wish it was that easy to be like, "Can we just get our friends together? I need a job, guys. I'm going through a real, real tough time now. Just, just get everyone together for dinner." It's like, remember how I quit the company uh, like 50 years ago? Water under the bridge. <laughs> Can I just come back working for the company in a high-powered position with an allowance? Part-time kind of job, you know? With my wife, who who everybody here hates. Sure, yeah. <laughs> we, hey, let's see what we can do. A couple yeah. drinks later. All right, so you're going to come back and work with France. And it's funny, because as much as he hates everything about England and the people there and stuff like that, there's some kind of charm to him, I guess, or allure that just brings people in still. In in. Up until the moment that the ball drops in this episode, I'm on his side. I mean, they've done a good job in the series of kind of building him up as like 
a bit of a sympathetic fi- uh, figure. You know, you see him crying about not being the king at one point, and I mean, he's a horrible person. Make, yeah, you don't make your protagonist sympathize with you as a character mm-hmm. if the show's intent is not for you to be looked at with sympathy. And maybe it's not so much sympathy. Maybe maybe it's you understanding. You have a level of understanding where he's at, and just hoping that you know things end up okay for him. Yeah, yeah. Because he's a bit piece of trash, and he speaks ill of all his family all the time. So, yeah. Oh but, yeah, and I, one thing I will say, I was absolutely not not ready to hear him narrate those letters to his wife again. I think that's the dumbest thing. And I'm. Oh, I like it because those are letters he actually wrote. That that's the thing. Is that confirmed? I'm pretty sure that that was confirmed. I know we said that he he histo- history says that he wrote letters to his wife in trash talk, but I don't know if these are word for word. I know that show some, I, I plays thought, with the timeline. May, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure like a lot of it was lifted from actual words that he wrote. So, but then again, we know the nicknames are when he called the when he called Queen Elizabeth Shirley Temple and stuff like that right. earlier. But, right, but we we don't know about like. And then crowds were waiting for me, and they waved, and then they show like no one there. Like maybe there were actually crowds. We don't know. <laughs> Uh, who's t- who's to say? So, yep. as as the Duke is going about his business trying to get this job, this file comes from a dean to Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, he's like, it's time. They're they're Americans are threatening to release this type of thing. And the Queen Mother's like, I hope you have a, a strong stomach. <laughs> yeah. Because it's gonna flip, um, and then we and then we see Liz take the sheet out. Mm-hmm. The first one, she undoes this twine and opens it up. Well, and before, I'm like, before she even reads here it, here we go. Before, even but she, then we don't even see. It. No, we, well, there's the whole scene beforehand where isn't she being told the story by the mother and then uh, a dean before she even reads the thing? I think they start talking about it, right? But then it's kind of like. Well, it's it's kind of overlaid her opening the thing as well. Uh, I thought so. It, you know, the the queen mama she starts t- telling the story. Then a dean who's a bit of a jackass uh, to put it bluntly keeps interrupting her with irrelevant facts like, oh, he's, he's mansplaining. Yeah, well, it's not even that. Yeah, it's just like the translator. No, it's actually the assistant translator to to the person. It's like, do we, do we need to know that? But he keeps interrupting to the point where she's just like, you just tell the story, dude. And I think that's where we get the story as she opens the file and reads it for herself as well. Yeah, so basically he was having correspondence with Nazi high command. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was a file pertaining to Anglo-German uh, relations, and uh, the Duke of Windsor was a contact. Yeah. The Marburg files. And uh, Not good. Yeah, what do, we find, what do we find out that the Duke uh, was up to in uh, 1940? Well, we find out the sort of surface level of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we... That he talked with them, you know, they, they, they conferred. Don't know exactly the depth of, of what went on there exactly. Yeah, yeah. There was there was enough correspondence for it to be a international uh Controversy if the Americans get ahead of this before our heroes do. Mm-hmm. So who does she meet with to uh, to figure out more about the story, to, to, con- to confirm it? Well, she has a meeting with her, her uncle first. Right, uh, because he's got jobs lined up. He, there, there are three uh, that he's considering. Yeah. Uh, and Dave, you tell me which ones you'd want ambassador to france 
uh, special liaison to Board of Trade, and then the High Commissioner of the Commonwealth, where you just go around and visit them and entertain them. I want the Prince Phil job. <laughs> Going to Tonga. We already, see, we already watched that episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean that sounds like a fun job. But I think I think he seems to be to want to be more stationary with his wife. So I think mm-hmm. he would probably go for the liaison to France one. That sounds pretty nice. I think. I mean, they all do. He's. I think it would go. He's com- royalty. Commonwealth, uh, France role, and then the special liaison to the board sounds like they only call you when they need you. Not really doing much work. Yeah, and the thing is, he seems to want to work. He doesn't just want a title. Because he's got a title. He's got a lifestyle. He wants purpose. He wants something for his Instagram feed. That's literally what he wants, you know, just to put it out there. Like, I do this, guys. He wants to update his LinkedIn. Yeah. (laughs) It's been a while. He's got to add to his uh, his resume. It's been too long without work. Um, But uh, the the queen is... uh, Because it needs crown approval. To get this job, it needs approval from the crown. And, uh, uh uh-uh. Well, not yet. She's going to think about it. Because she, well, she, she she's got words for him. Well, she's got to think about it because, you know, she still likes him and stuff, but she needs to go conf- talk to LaSalle. LaSalle. Because she hasn't actually read all the files yet, I don't think, when he approaches her the first time. It's only afterwards do things come to light, really. Well, she says, you had the chance, the greatest chance, mm-hmm. and you gave it up. Well, he didn't really give it up, as he says. It, it was because you didn't like my, my wife. And so I had to leave. <laughs> and she's like, I was a kid. Don't talk about me. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, come on, man. But she's going to think like, about I don't it. like my husband. He went and fooled around with a woman in Tonga. Yeah. <laughs> He's still here. Yeah. But, uh, but she needs to really hear what went down. And, Oh, and well, first he asks uh, Prince Phil. Yeah, should we get LaSalle? And he's like, again, that dude. Do we want to keep bringing him in re- here? He's retired, man. <laughs> yeah, let him stay retired. It's like he was just here last week he's with this speech. How with many the episodes dean. has he been in this season? Like three or four? <laughs> Enough. Yeah, we saw him in the flashback too with his with his his dark hair. Right. Uh, which again, I, I think was filmed so that you know they all looked as they did then. Uh, but nope, he he. Well, guess who's back? Back again. She just goes to Les see Tommy. Yeah. And what's she he, goes to see him. What's he doing in retirement? Warhammer 40K in Do you think house. that goes on his Instagram feed? I think he was ashamed. <laughs> that Of his board game? Of his uh, his toys. I think he was proud of it. He, he was proud that she... Oh, he, oh absolutely. Yeah. He's, you think those dogs are getting in that room? His big dogs? No, he has a he has a feed where he doesn't realize how much of a, a silly man oh, he, he looks a, like. <laughs> he has a dedicated feed that is for fans only of uh, nerds. <laughs> Yeah, I believe it doesn't that. have his real name on it. Mm-hmm. I did kind of pop when they show this regal man doing playing with miniatures. I know the train set is kind of an old man hobby, but yeah. it is funny to see this sort of member of British high society with with little toys Re- recreating the Salamanca war or battle. Yeah, and I like the moment where the queen like picks one up and then puts it down, and on his way out the door, he like picks it up and puts it in its right little location. Yeah, he cares that much about it. Um, but, but he he's got he's got that intel. Yeah, he's got facts. <laughs> Look, the Duke of Windsor did not just you know talk with Nazis and stuff. The boy went and visited them. He hung out with them. He he hung out with Hitler with Adolf. They literally talked. They drank together, ate together. They were they were broing down there. And, prom- and not only was not only was the Duke 
they say his wife uh-huh was was doing a little more with a, a, a German man sharing the bed which is this a recurring theme is these men of power and their women are just uh I know we the first chunk of the season is about Prince Philip not being able to be responsible but since then we've had Macmillan and now the the Duke mm-hmm yeah, I mean that's history, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean in Lisbon crazy things went down. Uh I mean there were promises made. There were promises made that Yeah. This is like a movie. I mean, yeah. It, the, the David was going to go against the king and in return uh be offered a home in Spain. <laughs> oh, and and it gets worse. Hitler was going to make him the king after the war. He's going to usurp his brother. Yeah. In exchange for for the German troops to have free free reign through the streets of England as sort of, you know, safe passage. And he even gave them information on where the UK where their hold was weakened. You know, as Tommy, you know, asserts, you know, that was him pretty much offering up people to get attacked and, and killed on his hands, you know. There's blood on his hands. Yeah, this is a bad news. Yeah, I mean, this is a step beyond Nazi sympathizer. He, it's straight up, he's a Nazi uh, in some regard. Yeah, like he absolutely. is <laughs> a Nazi. He's absolutely Nazi adjacent. Yeah, one hundred percent. So it's it's a weird about face because you'd think, man, I wish I knew this earlier about this guy, but I guess we're supposed to be caught off guard, like the Queen is in some regard. Like, oh, he's that bad. Oh, we got some oh, evil messing with him. Yeah, he's he's definitely evil. <laughs> Get him out of here. Uh, so how how does this go down now with the queen and and, uh, and David, the duke? Well, she's got to get she's got to get some advice. She's got one more line of defense. No, that comes as, after. As far as her morality. No, that comes after. Okay, then <laughs> what happens first? You seem to know the chronology better. Well, she goes to talk to to. What's his face? Uh, to David. Uh huh. And uh, she she's just like, no, nope. it's uh, you, you you can't do it. Just based on what I know and everything, it, it can't happen. And he's like, those are just baseless claims and stuff. And she hits him with facts, like, you know, he says I was instructed to go to Bahamas to teach people, and she said you went there because Hitler and his henchmen were once your friends. <laughs> uh. And he tried to defend himself, saying, like, he felt Germany and England should never uh, be uh, antagonists again. You know, they should only be friends. He had no idea what Hitler would become. And it's like, no, you were there in 1940 when he was already doing bad things. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Doesn't, she's, well, at, at, he says, um, we are the ones who made a monster of him because of the the way that we skewed his, you know, we, the fact that we disagreed with him, basically. Mm-hmm. But if we just played along with Germany, there wouldn't have been a Holocaust. It's like, okay, my, I mean, okay. Dude, yeah, you you gotta realize how flimsy that sounds because they're already freaking attacking other countries and stuff. So you're just only caring about UK and Germany's relationship, not how they're gonna turn out on other people. Get out of here, man. Well, yeah, it, it seems as though he's not the sharpest tool in, in the shed. Mm-hmm. And we're doubling down on that this episode for no, sure. No, he's been terrible Absolutely. at any job he t- took, anyways. <laughs> he's not yeah, he's even not even wearing a costume in the beginning. We see him in all these silly costumes, and what does he dress up at the costume party? A king and a queen. I mean, I think he gets the irony there, the joke of it. <laughs> well, he absolutely gets the irony there, but he had a costume budget, and he said, uh-uh. 
I just want to wear a crown. Yeah. I want to be my dead brother for Halloween this year. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was a mistake. Maybe, maybe I, he, she did already accuse him of some of the Nazi stuff before talking to him, and then she went to LaSalle. Maybe you were correct, Dave. Yeah, I'm, the way my notes are in chronological order, so I have these things that uh, mm-hmm. she said to him before going to see LaSalle. Yeah. And but, but she does then, follow up then and say... Then she does, yeah, yeah. Cause, you know, she takes a quote from a, a great, great, great American person. She says, you're fired. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, he, he doesn't actually have a job, so he has to go disappear. Yeah, she said, we let you sneak in. So why don't you sneak yourself out and never come back? Yeah. I, I, the funny thing is... Uh, well, he says, "Have you done? Haven't you done more damage to the throne with your inhumanity?" It's like, dude, you are increasingly without. He, a, says, he a, says, "Me stick. with my willfulness, or you with your inhumanity?" Yeah, you're increasingly without a leg to walk on, uh, uh, David Duke. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure John Grigg would be on the side of the Queen in this in this case. Mm-hmm. You're a Nazi, bro. And I, I kind of like how Elizabeth stands up for herself because she kind of takes it in. Even in the past, when he'd make fun of the royalty and stuff, she just kind of internalize it. But she says, you know, you make a mockery of the central tenets of Christianity. How can you forgive yourself? And it's like, there we go. Because he, he's like, you know, you, why can't I get forgiveness? And she's like, no. No, dude. She cuts promo. Get out of here. <laughs> You're a mockery. You know, the bizarre thing, though, is they make such a, a fuss of it at the beginning of the episode that he has to be there under the pretense that he's working on a book. Yet it never comes up later in the episode or anything. Can't, can't the queen be like, hey, weren't you working on a book at some point? Now you're looking for a job. What are you doing here? You yeah, lied. Like, Let me read the first draft. Yeah, you're lying, dude. You're you're nothing but a liar. Uh uh-uh, uh, not nothing but a liar. But who who else does the queen seek some sort of guidance from? One more time, brother Billy. Because she Baby wants Billy. She wants to know about forgiveness. Yeah, because she, she's still conflicted. She says, you know, it goes God, then me. Mm-hmm. And and Billy says, you know, Jesus forgave the, the people that that crucified him. And, and she, the queen says, yeah, but they were kind of innocent. They were just kind of doing what they were told. Right, they know My not what they do. My uncle's a Nazi. Yeah, and he's like, well, it's conditional. <laughs> God forgives like, I'm a Nazi. I'm a Nazi, too. Yeah. And then he, he kind of gives Elizabeth a little bit of an out where he's like, Wait, what'd you say? He's a Nazi too? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Making a joke. Okay. Um, but he gives her an out saying, you know, if you can't do, you know, get there in terms of giving forgiveness, you can always pray for them to receive forgiveness. And that's all, you know, you can see she's got a big heart. Yeah. I mean, he, he kind of lays it out in, in, in the mortal words of Rick Ross, God forgives, but I don't, you know, so... <laughs> Just leave it up That's to the true. big man. <laughs> if we can't do it, it's there's someone else to, to judge. That's true. So it cuts to her praying. And then, yeah. She's praying out of she, bed. She's presumably for David. Yep. And saying, thank God, thank thank Jesus, Billy Graham came to visit me today. Yeah. And who comes stumbling in there when she's praying? Old Phil. Yeah. The prince. Drunk Sloshed as a skunk. Up. Yeah. And he says... Guess who I was at the, at partying with? Elizabeth's mother and Tommy and, Lasalle and, and Warhammer. Now, now, do you think that actually happened? Do you think he was out drinking with Tommy and uh, Elizabeth Elizabeth's mother? 
I think they were probably like one door down in Buckingham Palace. You think they would, she would have heard something? I mean, it's a big house, maybe two doors down. Okay. Uh, and she's like, he's like, what do you think we were drinking? Who do you think we raised our glasses to? Who? Like, you. Yeah. You kicked the wretched fool out today. You totally showed him what was going on, Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. Whoa, no way. Yes way, Elizabeth. You're our queen. <laughs> and then uh then it seems like he, the man gets lucky. Who got lucky? Oh, Phil. oh yeah, Phil's going to get a little bit closer to God that night. He's like, "Hey, sorry about what happened to Tong in Tonga." <laughs> good job getting rid of that Nazi. <laughs> you did you did a good one today. Did us all one solid. Um but we get one more, a couple more licks in with uh, the David. He, he's on the, the train ride back, looking despondent. And then we catch him playing cards, and he throws down a king of clubs. And then uh, his wife notices something's off, and he's just staring at himself in the mirror. And there's a picture, and it, it, it crossfades to between a picture of him with the Nazis to real pictures of him with the Nazis. Which is so kind of funny because earlier this episode, he has in his own home pictures of himself when he was king. <laughs> and then you know at the end of this episode they show pictures of him hanging with legit Nazis in real life my god <laughs> uh, kudos to the casting because they really did a good job of getting someone who looked like the Duke of Windsor <laughs> and his wife too they look a yeah, lot like the yeah. actors they're very well cast yeah. duo but it's like you know those other episodes where there may be some doubt in your mind about what may have happened or what didn't happen the dude was absolutely on the Nazi level. He was Nazi. Adjacent. I was saying as I was watching this episode, this better be 98% true. Because otherwise, those are some serious claims. If, if Tommy LaSalle is not playing Warhammer with his boys, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw down. Yeah. Do you think that goes in his Instagram feed, those those photos? No. No. No, absolutely not. Tommy LaSalle's? Maybe, Maybe the outside Tommy of the dossier. Yeah, outside of that. He goes, I know something you don't know. That, Hashtag secrets. That would go on Churchill's Instagram, I bet you. Yeah, along with the burned canvas of the portrait of him. Yep. <laughs> and and that's this episode. It's a, it's a banger. Oh, yeah. Absolutely it, ju- it, justified it, its hour runtime. I was going to just say that. It, it, it feels worthy of its length. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Crown, for telling us about this truth, because I, I never would have known otherwise. Yeah, so I mean, it's not surprising. It not really surprising. It justifies the level of like scandal that they are scandalized by there, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and, and as Americans, we really don't see in our history books what was going on in Europe between European countries. So it's like we don't know these relationships between these sort of castaway British royalty. Right. So it makes sense for us, you know, this isn't like... Some unheard of thing. I'm sure there's yeah. pl- Americans were hiring Nazi scientists. So yeah, of course, for people, for people wondering, the the basis of our our education in elementary school and then into high school a little bit is there's a lot of politics going on in Europe, and we we get into that. But a lot of it was like America's like, you know what, we gotta do something. They went over there, and the economy went booming afterwards, and we dropped a couple of nukes, and that makes actually makes us worse than anyone. But you know, never mind that. <laughs> we won yeah, the we war. Were actually, we were just talking about our history classes. Last weekend with some friends, and I, I summed it up perfectly with uh, our teacher put the Patriot on with Mel Gibson and said, don't tell your parents about this because this is rated R and I'll get fired if, if they find out I showed it to you. Now that covers the Revolutionary War. <laughs> and, he, and and now uh, let's watch, I don't know, Apocalypse Now. 
Yeah, that, that's how we learned about some of, some of our greatest wars was through uh, popcorn movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. He, he rewound the scene where the guy gets his head blown off by a cannon about four times. <laughs> and the Patriot. And the Patriot, not well, an Apocalypse Now. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, speaking of anti-Semites, there, there we go, uh, Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 goes, it goes the Duke of Windsor, then Mel Gibson, and God above all that. <laughs> Yeah, got Billy Graham above that, God above all that. Yep, yep. So on that note, I think it's time to get to the power rankings, right? Uh, yes, indeed. Who is down for you, Dave? I got in third place the, the Duchess of York. Okay. Because uh, when the whole world knows you're sharing a bed with a Nazi, not a great look. Very true. I mean, I don't know how much the whole world knows that, so much as Tommy knows that. If Tommy knows, that's enough. <laughs> that's true. That's what they always say. Um, well, I got a Dean at number three. Okay. He just has no way of uh, right way of breaking the news when he says like I don't know about Billy Graham. The Queen's like, you got a problem? <laughs> when he tries to tell the story of you know what's going on with uh, with the Duke, she's like, I'm just gonna read the files instead. <laughs> It's like, I know how to do this. You don't need to keep repeating yourself. Yeah, stop. I'm inter- educated. Yeah, stop entering mama. You're, you're terrible. And that's why she goes to Tommy for advice because, well, A, he has the history, but B, he's just a better person to talk to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number and number two, yeah. I got a, I, what I call the flashback gang. So that is Churchill, the dead king, and young LaSalle because they tried to bury this thing and say no more mm-hmm. this this can't come out and the whole episode is about them making the wrong decision it came out came out yeah simple as that yeah well number two i got forgiveness uh because because <laughs> you don't <laughs> right exactly i mean as much as the queen wants to forgive she can't uh so can't find it in her heart no i mean she's got to leave it up to god so there's nothing you can do about it sorry forgiveness yeah, that's a, 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 is that the first time a concept has entered our rankings? I think so, <laughs> justifiably. I think. Okay, well, I think number one's pretty cut and dry. It's the Duke of Windsor, David. It's, it's Hitler. He lost the war. Well, that too. I mean, he really went no, down. It's 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 old Uncle Dave. Thanks for coming. Yeah, you played yourself out of uh, a job. Didn't write a book. Didn't get the job. No. Nope. Got exposed. <laughs> and that that. Jack. This time, the timeline can't be cor- perfectly lined up, though. Can no, it? I, I mean I'm doubtful that he was actually going to seek a job, and then all lined. Up. I don't, I don't know about that stuff. Because I think the, the fact, the facts can't be denied, right? Because those files are coming out either way. Uh, but I do, I, they really make you hate him. Where he's like, "Well, I showed up with a paper and quill to write my book," and it's like, "You son of a gun." Well, yeah. Bye bye. We don't have to see you anymore on the show ever. You are out of her life. Yeah, seems like it, and justifiably so. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so going up, mm-hmm. number three. He had a bad time when he was younger, but he's older now. He's wiser now. Hot tag to get the dirt. He's playing with his toys. It's Tommy Lasalles. Okay. Yeah. He comes in and drops that hammer. He says, "No, no. What you don't know." is this and he gives all the information he's the king of exposition in this episode yeah no that's a fair that's a fair place for him uh, similarly i have historians at number three they won they got the thing released for, for history they had to get this out there 
and it is yeah, out I was there. gonna I was thinking about those people because this is another one of those episodes that has like the those people just like um mm-hmm. just like the smog episode where there's sort of a gang of nobodies working together to get some information to the public yeah yeah well, good, good for people with on the right side of history I think that's that's number yeah. three <laughs> number, number two, two praise the praise be it's Billy, Billy Graham yeah same it's it's Billy I mean who else could it be he comes in hot he's a He's a he's a TV preacher. He's strutting and he's strutting his stuff right there in front he's, of the queen. He's absolutely cutting and strutting. He's yeah. and he comes in and he's full of his charm. He's he's southern relatable. Boy. To think a good old southern boy made it all the way to meet the queen, heck of an accomplishment. On hype alone. Yeah, insane. Good for him. Yeah, you, yeah. Congratulations, Billy Graham. I mm-hmm. hope I hope he he comes back forever on this show. <laughs> he's always here though. Number one though. It's Queen Elizabeth. I got the. It's the Queen. She's laying the law down. I mean, come on. She, she's layeth the smackdown on her uncle. The law of God on him. <laughs> this is. And I, I always love when she flexes and she's like, "It goes God, then me." Because it seems like she forgets sometimes she's the Queen, and it's like, "Wait a second, no, I am the Queen, and you can't come around here no more." <laughs> uh-uh. That's so. That's the. That's the through line here. Is uh-uh. uh-uh. get out of my house. Don't get out of my David. nation, David boy. Goodbye. So and that's it. That's how they won the war. That, that's the end of Close World War Close the II. book on that. Yep. It's funny because... Best for, episode of the season, I think. For, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, for so long, we, we rooted for this guy. We liked him. Only now we know the real him, and we should never have felt that way. Absolutely. Get, he, get, he hung out with Adolf Hitler. Get him out of here. Get him. Uh, so that's it for uh, the Duke of Windsor. Um, won't see him again on the show. I checked the IMDb. He does not come back. See, I always avoid IMDb for that information. I well, don't now want, you know. I'm sorry, spoiler alert. It's, it's history, though. Just like I know, we know Mike's not coming back. I mean, yeah. Why, why, why would you want those people back? In that scene where Prince Philip is like, guess who I was partying with? I was well, hoping that he'd say Mike. <laughs> He's still alive. I was partying with the Duke, by the way. <laughs> I was partying with Hitler. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> the spirits. I was partying with Billy Graham. What? <laughs> that, I mean, drinking that holy wine. Oh, that'd be that'd be fun time. Uh, spreading it around. All right, um, but yeah, very good. I, I, if I had to rank this season so far, it'd be this, then the barrel episode with uh, Princess Margaret, mm-hmm. and then the first three episodes kind of blend together. They're all kind of the same. Yeah, and then last week's was the bottom. Yeah, yep, the marionettes. Yeah, so that that wraps it up. Yeah, uh, we could talk about our quarantine viewing, but. Uh, the two of us were together for the whole weekend for the first time in a long time. Safely. We, we, uh, we, yeah, all, we, we got COVID tested, uh, myself, Dave, and a few of our friends for a bachelor party up in uh, the Vermont removed from people. Yeah. So I could say when, when we, when you ask what we watched, it's oh, not geez. just what we watched. It's how we watched it. We were blessed with, we were in a, many- we were in an Airbnb that didn't have a, a, Great internet or mm-hmm. a, a TV with an HDMI input, just a VCR. It didn't have HDMI. Is that why we didn't have that hooked up? No, the TV up in the upstairs room did not have an HDMI oh, input. Wow. Okay. Input. So, but it had a bunch of VHS tapes. Yeah. And what did we so put we on? We spent. Uh, what was the first one? Well, Mel, is it pay- Mel Gibson and Ransom? Is it payback? No, Ransom. 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 And then with Mel Gibson, what women want? <laughs> yeah. The guy is still Indiana a horrible person. Jones in the Temple of Doom. Yep. Uh, 
and there was a twister at one point. Uh, um, Free Willy. Independence Day, Free Willy. Yeah, Independence Day. Dundee, Crocodile Dundee. Dundee, yes. I, I don't think I was all the way functioning when Dundee was on. Yeah. And, and then uh, figure ice, ice skaters from the mid-90s. Ice dancing, yeah. Yeah, Gary Beacom. Yeah. So that was... So that that was a, you know, I would say, as far as, I haven't started anything new, mm-hmm. because it's all the same, but I guess tangentially related, I jumped back into Preacher, because I kind of stopped watching that show, Yeah. and I forgot that Tom, and I didn't forget, Tommy LaSalle's a, a guy who represents the Catholic Church, Oh wow! and one of the main antagonists in that show is Hitler. On the show Preacher, Hitler is on that show. Well, the, in the show, there's a, a a character that gets sent to hell. Okay. And he escapes hell with the help of Hitler. All right. So, it's <laughs> do you recommend that show to I know people you, to watch? <laughs> um, I think the first scene is a little rough, but if you, I mean, if you you recommended the boys, and it, it's it's hyper violent, it's vulgar, yeah. it's, but it's fun. I enjoy it. I think if you can get. Sure. Watch like the first and last episode of the first season. The rest doesn't matter. And the second season, I just finished the third season. So, all right. It's been a while since I watched it. But if you like Pip Torrens, Tommy LaSalle, he is like the antagonist of the show. And he's great. Well, for me, keeping it maybe a little bit UK based, but Americanized, uh, Big Brother's back. And I've not watched for a few years, but this is the second All Star edition ever in the history of the show. And for people who don't know, I watched about 14, 15 seasons of this, 14, 15 years of my life and it is so good to see some old contestants back on there and i mean i know the show started in the uk and it's, it was just a reality hangout show but it's a different beast in america it's much more competitive it's so it's it's so good to see the old people back at it doing what they do best getting people out of this house <laughs> uh Are they when was it shot it's going on now that people are in the house it's, that's why they're doing an all-star edition because they only got people who had been there before and checked out mentally and everything like they they were good to bring back in that must be a joy. Imagine being in the COVID world where it's like, hey, you want to like be in a house with living people? <laughs> All you got to do money. is pass a COVID test and like the whole world is going to watch you while they're sitting at home with masks on and stuff like that. Wild world. Wild world we're in. Yeah. Do you think they have to They have to turn the news off in that show, right? They can't yeah, keep they, up with No access to outside news at all. Yeah. Jeez, imagine that now in COVID world. It uh, must be both frightening and great. Yeah, I, I I think we all need to detox a little bit from the news right now. <laughs> yeah, and I think as two people that spent a weekend away with people that had tested negative for the virus, it it was a it was a come down returning to the world for me. It was a real fast turnaround there coming back. I was like, okay, I'm I back. Haven't even really caught up on sleep since. It's just been all go. <laughs> well, on that now note, maybe now's your time. Yeah. You know, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Send us an email. Patreon. Patreon's not currently running, but we we got a new patron, uh, Haley, who has been super active in the Lords of Grantham Lounge, and we always love engaging with our fans. And she, uh, I'll speak on her behalf, she seems to be loving those bonus episodes we did. So we got to do them. We got we to gotta maybe get one So we'll weekend. just say, you know, keep, keep thinking about to jump it on yeah yeah so on that note we'll catch you next time on lord's grant the podcast all right